So when babies come, um, everybody's excited. Mom is excited. Dad is excited. There's adrenaline rush. Everybody's like, oh, congratulations. It's a it's a life changing moment for the whole family. And um, as much as everybody's excited, it's also a lot of work. Welcome to Coco Pods, a podcast of the Blood Center for Natural Deliveries Foundation. My name is Dr. Bola Sogade. I'm the host of this public education podcast. I'm very fortunate to have with me today my friend, uh, a pediatrician, a specialist in her area, Dr. Kwase Sanusi. So welcome to Coco Pods, Dr. Sanusi. Thank you, Dr. Sogade. It's an honor and a pleasure to be here and appreciate it for uh for you inviting me to the program. Thank you. Thank Good morning, everybody. Good morning. So, um, you know, the baby, we talk about moms and babies and how to reduce problems around pregnancy. So when the baby is finally here, the mom has delivered the baby. How can a mom get a good night's sleep without compromising the baby, such as, you know, the baby's breastfeeding? And, you know, how can she feel more rested and is there anything as postpartum insomnia that's a very good question so when babies come um everybody's excited mom is excited dad is excited there's adrenaline rush everybody's like oh congratulations it's a it's a life-changing moment for the whole family and um as much as everybody's excited it's also a lot of work and the most important thing that um, parents need to know is that it is challenging having a baby. And usually the challenge is in the first six months after the baby is born. A lot of work goes into taking care of the baby. When babies are born, they do not understand that there's night and day. To them, every minute is night and day. So most babies, when they are first born, they will sleep an average of 16 hours in a day. But the, the sleep can be staggered. Sometimes they will sleep for three or four hours, and sometimes they will sleep for one hour and they're awake. And when babies are born, um, <laughs> they don't care that mommy is tired or mommy's not tired. So I think the most important thing that we need parents to know that is yes, there's a lot of work, but it is joyful work. And the only way a mom can uh, flow or uh, mom and dad together because now dads are taking paternity leave to be with their newborn babies is to um, share the work. So for instance, if a mom is going to be breastfeeding and they're doing breastfeeding on demand, that means that that is basically a 20, 24-7 job. The baby can wake up at any time and is ready to eat. So we do tell moms, come up with coping mechanisms. If you have a support system, tap into that. A mom that is breastfeeding her baby 24 hours a day, seven days a week, needs to rest. That's not the time to start cleaning your house or cooking your food. So you can get people 
that's what you call convenience money. You can spend that money to get somebody to deliver food to your house. In um, a lot of cultures, there's always a mom, a grandmother that comes to help. If, if your mom or your grandma comes and says, hey, I want to help you, what should I do? They can cook. They can clean. They can take care of the other kids. If you have other children that need care, you can delegate. Moms that are just newborn moms, they don't have to do it all. They can tap into their support system. Husbands can help moms with everything else. The baby is priority right now. You're trying to establish breastfeeding for the baby. So mom needs to be available for the baby. In the midst of breastfeeding, moms need to remember that if you cannot give what you don't have. So if you're not eating properly, you're not resting, you're not going to be able to breastfeed your baby properly. So that's the time to sleep when your baby sleeps. Be awake when your baby is awake. You also want to take eat as much as possible as and drink a lot. So when babies are breastfed, I tell moms, continue taking your prenatal vitamins because if your baby is being breastfed and your baby needs calcium, your baby is taking that calcium from your breast milk. If you do not have the calcium for yourself, at the end of the day, you're going to have cavities because your baby will take the calcium from your teeth and your bones using breast milk. The body will manufacture that breast milk at the expense of you. So moms need to replenish their calcium, take their prenatal vitamins all through the time that you're breastfeeding. I tell a lot of my moms when I see them, I say, look, take your prenatal vitamins even when you're not pregnant because you need to build up your stores until you are not in your childbearing age anymore. And then you can change to the older vitamin for older people. But while you're in your childbearing years, take those vitamins. So moms also need to drink a lot of fluids because if you're not drinking enough, the substrate for breast milk production, we know is fluids and whatever vitamins mom has. Basically, when you eat healthy, your baby is also eating healthy. So that's, that's the time to drink your soups, eat your vegetables and your fruits. And make sure you invest in yourself because as you invest in yourself, then you can invest in your, in your baby. So I think those little simple things, just going back to the basics. And yes, there is insomnia. Some moms are so caught up with, oh, my baby is always crying. Even when the baby is fast asleep, they can hear the baby's crying. Um, that's the time to make sure that you are sleeping. And when the, your baby's awake, your, your, your baby's awake. Feed your baby, change your baby's diaper. And as you are calm and relaxed and taking care of your baby, it transmits into a, a peace, more peaceful baby, a more peaceful house. Turn down the music, turn down the lights, turn down the noise level in the house. And um, those are all simple ways that you can cope with the newborn, um, having a newborn at home. Wow. Thank you so much. What a very comprehensive um, answer. And you did talk a lot, a little bit about the sleep patterns that are normal for babies in the first few days of life. So what could point to abnormality in a newborn with respect to the way they are sleeping? Well, um, when babies are new uh, born, you know, when these many times they can cry and cry and cry and cry and cry, and especially if there's a problem with the baby. For instance, if a baby is not feeling good or is not is not um, satisfied with the milk, for instance, if mom's breast milk has not dropped or the milk letdown reflex hasn't come out, and mom is not making enough milk, the baby can be hungry. Now, a newborn mom might not know it, but it might take up to three or four days for your breast milk to come in full. So if your baby is breastfeeding and there's nothing coming out, how do you know that you have enough breast milk for the baby? If a baby is breastfeeding and there's enough breast milk, the baby will make a lot of urine. 
especially in the first two to three days. If your baby is not peeing at least four or five times in a day, then maybe your baby is not getting enough. Your baby will also poop after every um, feed. So breastfed babies, they can poop after every feed, or they might poop one or two times a day, or sometimes they poop one or two times a week. But that's as you establish breastfeeding. But if your baby is not getting enough, your baby will be crying. And if the baby is crying consistently, nonstop, what we recommend is breastfeed your baby first. And then after you breastfeed the baby, offer your baby um, formula just to supplement, especially if you're not sure that your breast milk has come in. So many times moms are worried that if I start supplementing with formula, I will not establish good breast milk, but that's not true. In the first week of life, when your milk has not come in in full, then we do recommend um, breastfeed to stimulate the milk letdown reflex and to get your baby used to breastfeeding, but also top it up after you've breastfed with at least two or three ounces of formula. Now, when babies are hungry, they suck very fast. So if, uh, and there's a, some, something called a routine reflex. You put anything near a baby's mouth, they are ready to suck on it, even if they are full. But when a baby is hungry, they suck very fast. And most babies will finish empty one breast in 15 minutes. So if, if sometimes it, it helps to say, okay, I want to put my baby on a schedule for breastfeeding every three to four hours. But sometimes it might not work. Some babies might more, want more than that. And some babies are content with breastfeeding every three to four hours. So if, for instance, it's seven o'clock now and I say, okay, I'm breastfeeding my baby now. And I won't breastfeed again till the baby is, uh, for another three hours till 10 o'clock. By nine o'clock or 9.30, your baby might be screaming as if something, the, the house is going to come down because the baby wants to eat. So if you say, no, we must wait, that means you're going to endure 30 minutes, one hour of severe crying. So it's always better to um, have a lot of leeway when you're breastfeeding, especially when you just start in the newborn period. So I, as I was saying, uh, breastfed babies, they'll finish one breast in 15 minutes. So that's the time when they finished one breast in 15 minutes, burp them. When they finish burping, put them on the other breast. So you budget at least 30 minutes of breastfeeding time for the baby. Now, that's assuming that your breast milk is coming in and has come in and you have plenty. So if the baby is not satisfied, especially after 30 minutes of breastfeeding, you probably don't have enough. That is when you want to give them uh, the bottle just to supplement. Now, a lot of, a lot of babies, when they are full, they will suck, look at you, smile, or they might not smile. They might just look around, suck. They are using you as pacifiers. That's the time to take them off the breast milk <laughs> because they are just going to be swallowing air and then they'll end up being gassy. But breastfeeding should not be stressful. And parents, as much as possible, they should support each other to breastfeed because um, when you're breastfeeding, you want to be comfortable. You want to have a nice place. Like I always tell moms, make a place in the house your breastfeeding uh, place. So it's your place of peace. Have a nice couch. Have an ottoman where you put your feet up. Um, make sure that mom does skin to skin. So mom will take her, her her top off and baby can take baby's clothes off and then just kind of wrap wrap yourselves with the same blanket. And mom needs to have pillows around her that makes her comfortable, sit up reclined, and then just have the baby breastfeed from her um, in a nice, comfortable and quiet environment. If some moms want to play classical music or any kind of subtle, quiet music, to help, that's fine. If that's what comforts you, that's fine. Sometimes just being in a nice, quiet environment helps. And that way, mom is bonding with the baby. The baby is breastfed without any trauma or without any drama. And everybody's happy. So if mom is happy, baby is happy, dad is happy, family is happy. 
that's the goal. <laughs> well, what a, so that's such a beautiful picture that you painted. But I want to give you two scenarios. Okay, so we have a, a, a resident that just had a baby. And oops, it's six weeks. She has to go back to work. But she still wants to breastfeed. And the other scenario is we have a low resource woman, maybe in some place in Africa that has a business like a, a, a shop in a market and she has to go to work and she doesn't have the luxury of time for the classical music and the pillows for the resident. Her chief resident is yelling down her throat. It's time to do the next section. How can they practically uh, they want to breastfeed, but they have these busy schedules. How can they practically cope and still give their babies the best of both worlds? Mm-hmm.